Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the series of the Late Over Fit Brief here on the Fit Aviators Club podcast. I will share with you how I managed to keep my health at optimal, or at least try to, during this four-day trip, 22 hours worth, layovers in San Pedro Sula, Punta Cana, and also Mexico City. Awesome trip, had a lot of fun, and get ready because I'll show you some really good tips. Welcome to the Fit Aviators Club podcast, where aviation, fitness, and mindset meet to improve the balance of your health and quality of life in aviation. This is your host, Fernando Contreras, and let's get to it. This episode is brought to you by Garmin Aviation and the D2 Garmin Aviation watch line. They are absolutely my favorite. I've been wearing Garmin for a really long time. Right now I have the D2 Mach 1 and I also have the X10 and I absolutely love these watches. The coolest part aside from all the aviation stuff is the fitness tracking that I can provide for you. Since back in 2017 when I got my first Garmin, I've always thought that their technology in fitness tracking and keeping everything for you in line has been amazing and it just continues to improve. Also, the Garmin app is just totally amazing. This watch even senses what kind of workouts or what kind of exercises you were doing. It tracks everything. You don't have to take it to the level where you're tracking absolutely everything, but for me, I absolutely love it because I want to know whether I'm overtraining or undertraining and how I'm keeping my fitness on the go. So check out the D2 line at Garmin.com. So it's been a bit challenging to get some of these layover fit brief episodes because I'm on reserve and sometimes the call outs are just very short and I don't have anything planned or prepared or even to take my videos. So I have a line next month. I'm super excited about that. And so I'll be able to bring some more of these layover fit briefs. But let's talk about this one. Four days, 22 hours, all international layovers, San Pedro Sula, uh, Punta Cana, and also finally Mexico City. So let's talk about how I prepared for all this stuff. Like always, I have all my meal preps ready to go for any block of reserve days that I'll have. What I made was uh, lentils, chicken, vegetables, overnight oats, hummus, and pita bread. On the overnight oats, I had some protein powder in there. And let me tell you how I made these lentils because this was really good. We had some leftover ham and the bone of a little bit of the meat in it. We froze it from the holidays and we took it out thawed it, put it in the instant pot, dumped a whole bag of lentils in there, chopped up some garlic, some fresh uh, green onions, some cilantro, put it all in there, let the instant pot do its thing. And wow, fantastic. I don't ever want to cook lentils, not that way anymore. But um, it was really, really good. And if you wanted to make it even better, put a little feta cheese on top. Oh my God, really awesome. So I got a a call from crew scheduling 8 a.m., and I'll take my sweet time in the morning because I'm a bit tired. Uh, we play soccer at nights late at night on Wednesday. So we finish around like 1045. By the time you get to bed, it's, it's midnight. But when I saw this trip, I was like, okay, here we go. Another international uh, layover trip. And I'm just going to take dinners and lunches and kind of leave everything else to enjoy the cuisine from the international layovers. So I don't really mind having the same things uh, on a four-day trip. But I need to mix it up a little bit with what's, what else is out there. So on the way to uh, San Pedro Sula, Honduras, which was on the first day, we only had one leg that day. I had overnight oats with protein powder. I had uh, banana, and I also had an avocado. Great 
balance of all three macros in there to have a good energy and good sustaining for that flight. It wasn't that long, two and a half hours uh, getting there, but it was my first time flying there. I thought it was pretty cool. The scenery coming in, the approach, the landing, it's, it's beautiful. So on the way there, I was asking the van driver, hey, what is some good cuisine to enjoy here? And he said, well, you can have, he said this in Spanish, sopa de caracol. And that translates to, in English, soup of snail. So I'm thinking, damn, they, they eat like land snails here? So anyways, I posted up on Instagram, delicious, all right? The soup was amazing. My wife, my friend's wife goes, hey, that's not like land snails. It's actually conch, so sea snails. So then I told the van driver the next day, I'm like, hey, what kind of snails are these? And he's like, no, man, it's, it's, it's from the sea, it's from the ocean. You know, English is my first language, all right? So when I translate directly from Spanish to English, sometimes there's that confusion. But whatever, I confused a couple people on Instagram that day. It's all good. Anyways, um, so when we get there, I, you know, I obviously have this soup with the crew, and it's amazing. I was the only one to have it. Um, I had a really, really great time with them, and I decided to take a rest day. When I take rest days, I'll either enjoy, like enjoy a walk out somewhere or I'll do some flexibility mobility exercises. There was a sauna in that hotel, so that's what I hit up. And then I did my stretches after that. It felt amazing. Went to sleep. Had my uh, Before I went to sleep, I had my dinner of just chicken, lentils, and some vegetables. G- again, great balance of all those macros to so set me up really great for the next day. We had a 7 a.m. Uh, departure, so I was able to get some good sleep. And this is the second day now where we go from San Pedro Sula to Miami, Miami to Punta Cana. The Miami to Punta Cana is a deadhead. So I'm kind of thinking, okay, well, I'm only going to fly one leg today. Um, I'll be able to get my workout in later today. So for breakfast, I had some coffee and the hotel had packaged some like uh, meals of like uh, apple, yogurt, some Nutri-Grain bars or whatever. I only picked out the apple and the yogurt out of there. And I also had it with my overnight oats just to kind of add a little bit of that fruit stuff in there. Uh, but I, it was nice because I did a good deed. I try to do a good deed as much as I can daily. But this one was actually with my crew. One of the flight attendants was running a little bit late. And when they got to the van, they, you know, I felt that they were super rushed trying to get their bags into the, into the hotel shuttle. And I kind of noticed that. I was like, hey, let me try to see if I can make this guy's morning a little bit better. So I ran inside, got him some coffee, got him some of that breakfast bag and came right back all by the time the uh, driver was finished putting the luggage into the shuttle. And you could just tell it was like, hey, a quick, hey, somebody did something nice for me and and to have coffee in the morning, it's just it's just really nice. So not only is that cool because you're doing something nice for, for somebody and it, and it feels great, but you also get to just bond a little bit better with your crew and which is always, always really nice. You, you never know how far or how great little things can add up to be for somebody else during their day. So that's that was really nice. Um, so we fly back to Miami, a uh, quick flight into Miami, and then we, we walk over to our next gate where we deadhead. But we had a bit of a sit uh, during the deadhead. So I what I decided to do is just to walk around as much as I can. I listen to some podcasts. I do a little airport appreciation walk. You know how it is. And I just try to get my steps in. My Garmin actually tells me, I have this feature where it just tells me, hey, 
you need to move whenever the Garmin senses I'm not moving. And when it tells it to me while I'm flying, I'm like, mm, can't really do this right now. But as soon as I land, yeah, I got to go. I got to go walk around. And uh, that's one of those things because I think it's a good reminder. Sometimes when we're so focused on what's next or what we're doing now, we forget little things. And one of those little things is nice to have a reminder on your watch to, to, uh, to tell you that. So when we get to the deadhead, finally, um, after that three hour sit, there's like three other crews that heading with us too, going to Punta Cana. And I've heard this layover is a ton of fun. It's an, an all inclusive and crews, you know, have a great time there. So, uh, we get to Punta Cana and come to find out the first officer flying that leg was a friend of mine in Indox, And he, absolutely greased the landing so good job and fernie uh that was uh that was pretty good man that was really good so uh we decided to kind of you know what what the, what the plan was going to be between all the crews we all are going to meet up later that day get some food eat out at the at the one of the restaurants and then uh, just hang out get to know each other a, a little bit more and so that gave me about two and a half hours to be able to um get my workout in get all my stuff ready to go and then and then go hang out with them. Also, I did forget to mention, on the way to the Deadhead, I had uh, another one of my meals, chicken, lentils, and broccoli, uh, or whatever vegetables I had in there. I usually just throw a bunch of vegetables in, try to get as many micronutrients as I can. And uh, and it was it was really good. You know, it held me really great. It held me over really great until we got to the hotel, got my a good workout in. So I'm setting myself up with that for energy levels for my workout. And then later on going to this dinner and, uh, and just hanging out. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, my phone ran out of battery, so I couldn't really get video of everything that we did, which was a ton of fun. I mean, that hotel is really cool. It's really nice. Um, it was my first time going there too. So I was super pumped. Honestly, uh, my captain's a total badass. He was like, hey, we're going to wake up tomorrow the next day at 8 a.m. and go sailing before our flight. I was like, I've never done sailing before, dude. <laughs> like, He's like, no, it's easy, man. You're fine. You can come with me. And I was like, wow, this is this is really cool. The captain and I bonded really well. Um, I really hope I get to fly with him a lot more. But he's, he's unfortunately in a different base than I am. So the chance of that happening is not that much. But you never know. Aviation world is pretty small. So... Speaking about the next day, here come day, day three. We w- I wake up pretty early. He goes sailing. I, from what it, whatever we ate that night, uh, did, it did not sit pretty well with me. So I, I had a little bit of an upset stomach that day. So I decided to just go for a walk in the morning as soon as I woke up. Then tried out to see how I felt by eating some of the breakfast that they have there in the hotel. And I did. I had some scrambled eggs, some vegetables, a couple potatoes, uh, passion fruit, and some pineapples. And then when I knew that I, that was kind of feeling a little bit better, I also then added a green juice and then some coffee. Went to walk around again around the whole entire uh, hotel. And it was it was really nice walking by the beach, just getting to see everything. And I knew I had to manage my rest very specifically today because we have eight hours of flying today. Our van is at 1.45 p.m. And we're going from uh, Punta Cana to Dallas. That's five hours and change. And then uh, right immediately going from Dallas to Mexico City, almost a three-hour flight. So I've never been into Mexico City before. I know it's a high-altitude airport. Uh, it's going to be mountainous terrain everywhere. And first time going in there at night, long day of flying already. So all these threats are already starting to think ahead of like, hey, if I start trying to do too much during my exercise, I might feel a little bit, I might overtrain and feel tired. 
So I need to manage my energy wisely so that I feel great situationally aware and with good energy levels for this long day of flying. And it worked out just fine, just doing steady state cardio of just walking, keeping the intensity low. Uh, steady state cardio helps with recovery as well, but it's just enough to keep my joints moving. It's just enough to keep the heart rate just a tiny bit up. If I would have pushed with weights, you know, when I go to the gym, I don't just, I don't just like do weights at a, at a low intensity, even though I'm starting to learn how to do that now because it is important. Uh, but my mindset's not there yet. So I, you, I often push, I, I often say, Hey, I'm going to do a light workout. And that light workout turns to into an intermediate or intense workout. So I know myself in that. And I, and I knew if I went to the gym, I would push that much. I didn't want to, I didn't want to waste energy on that. And another cool feature that Garmin has is that since it's tracking your sleep, since you can actually even put in the food that you're having, the hydration that you're having, and also your uh, workout routines, you know, how many repetitions, how much weight did you do, how many sets you're doing, it's tracking your volume. I mostly just use the tracking the volume and then also my sleep because for the food and everything, that's a, that takes a lot of time. But if you're dedicated enough to do it, absolutely. It's, it's even more information for this watch to be able to give you great feedback on your training. Just by me having the sleep and my training, it gives me recommendations on what I should do. And it's nice to have a watch that kind of tracks this kind of information because when you're not thinking about it and you're always pushing, 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 at least for me, I'm always on the overtraining side. And it hasn't been until I consciously started making a difference in that because I heard uh, Sal Stefano on Mind Pump and also Adam and Justin talk about it's so easy to just keep pushing, 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 pushing and not realize how much damage you're doing to your body in terms of overtraining. So sometimes if your nutrition is not keeping up, if your sleep, sleep is not keeping up, you're eventually getting into this uh, state where your body is just not, you're not giving it enough time to recover. And so a cool thing is that the Garmin tells me, hey, you've done a lot, like chill out a little bit for the next maybe day or two, you know? because of all these parameters that it's taking. So I really love that about the Garmin watch. Like I said before, I've had Garmin since back since 2017 and, and the technology in it and the, and the things that it gives, it's just absolutely superb. In my opinion, it's above pretty much any other, any other like fitness watch that, I, that is out there. So um, I really like that. So let me tell you a little bit more about uh, the, the whole rest of that day. You're able to control only certain things in your fitness nutrition, hydration, and your your workouts. Sleep, you can try. You have influence in trying to control that, but sometimes you don't. There's things outside your control, like if there's a concert going on, you know, in your hotel and you can't really sleep that well, it's something you can't. So, but the thing is you're already trying you're already in control of the other three factors which help energy management the next day. If if you didn't get good sleep and your nutrition was poor and you didn't work out at all, but you hydrated well, yeah, you might feel okay, but not as optimal as if you were great in all three or the other three, right? So just to put that into perspective, when you start realizing energy management, kind of take those four factors into consideration. It's going to it's gonna help you become conscious of like, oh, okay, well, if I can't, if this is not what's going to happen, I can also manage these, right? Nutrition, hydration. Uh, exercise and sleep. So 
Throughout that day, I ate the rest of my meal prep because I know going into Mexico City, they're very strict with what they allow you to go in. I didn't want to deal with that. So I finished all my meal prep. Everything was done. All the overnight oats, all the chicken, all the lentils, and all the veggies. We get into Mexico City um, at 10.30 p.m. and I finally got to bed around midnight. Here's another thing about not uh, about managing your, your energy too and setting yourself up nicely to have situational awareness. Uh all this nutrition and rest and all this does play a big part because, again, I mentioned all the other threats about high terrain, uh, high elevation, you know, first time going there at night, long day of flying already. Like all these things are just for fatigue to kind of like mm, just, to, just be able to get almost the best of you. And um, and it didn't because obviously all these things that I'm managing but we also had a little issue of like we were going to land overweight a thousand pounds over. So this whole time, not only of those threats that are, you know, coming into that they're already preceded, you start now, okay, here's another problem. We're going to be landing overweight. How are we going to do, how are we going to do to be able to burn all this out, right? This is my first time going there. So I'm constantly, we're constantly evaluating this plan for us to burn an extra thousand pounds, right? And um, that, that, constant evaluation during a flight just take up a lot of energy like yes you're just sitting there but you constantly thinking of more things and having to keep track and be on top of certain things all the time consumes energy your brain is constantly active on that stuff so that nutrition is where really it helps there managing that nutrition i think it's you know i'm not trying to like tell you that this is the only way to do it but it worked really well for me and i know we're all different but if if it's scientifically proven that when you have the right amount of macros and the right amount of good nutrition, you are f- going to feel better, right? Unless you're intentionally doing some sort of fasting or whatever it is. I'm just going to leave that there because it's important. It's important. You don't want to set yourself up to be like, oh, wow, I didn't eat well today and I and I exercised too hard and now I have this eight-hour day. Well, Take into consideration what you can control. That's your nutrition and your hydration. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully that can be able to next time if you get caught up on that. That's something you can you can kind of change and be able to have a good good uh, energy management on that. The next day we 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 wake up at nine a.m. and I'm taking another rest day. You know, long day of flying, short short rest uh, or min rest, and then going out flying again back to Miami. One leg that day, so it wasn't that bad. I did a couple stretches. We got some food at uh, the airport that some flight attendants had recommended to us. It was fantastic. It wasn't the healthiest, but hey, what are you going to do? You got to be able to enjoy some of these things sometimes, right? I could totally see that if I ate that stuff all the time, probably not be the the best for me, right? Not just for my fitness, but also how I'm going to be feeling and, uh, you know, all the all these other things that are associated with just kind of eating poor, like having poor nutrition choices, right? So... We got the, the leg back to Miami, and when I finished, I could really feel the accumulation of a 22-hour trip, especially the last two days. Eight-hour flight, min rest, going back and working one leg home. You know, I decided to, that day that I got into Miami, I still worked out, right? Because I know I didn't have to set myself anything up for some type of flying or anything later on that day, but I did take it a little bit easy, setting myself up for now the couple days that I have off to really be able to go at the gym a little hard or go to the field and practice, um, you know, uh, uh, agility, speed, go a little bit harder, a little bit more intense on those. So, 
you know, it, there's no right or wrong way on how you want to set yourself up for training as long as you're aware of the energy management that you're doing. Some people love to work out during their overnights. Some people like to work out only at home. It all really depends. I actually have talked to a lot of captains who say their nutrition is a whole lot better during their during their trips because what they bring is what they know that they can manage and they're not you know, they're not tempted by all these other things that they have in the house, like chips and ice cream and all that stuff. So, hey, it, it, it's really all uh, uh, based on personal experience and what, what works for you. So there's a lot of possibilities depending on your lifestyle, the stage of life that you're in. But just remember there's options and you just got to be resourceful because it can be done. So thank you so much for listening to this layover fit brief. You can find me on Instagram at fit aviators club. If you love this video, if you love some of this podcast, please give it a a rating um, on Apple, Spotify here on YouTube, subscribe and like, if you, if you want to hear some more of these and uh, you know, always stay safe and uh, be healthy. I'll catch you on the next one.